This is Dwarf's Court, and I am, of course, your host with the most, and sometimes less, but mostly the most, DS Wolf. And you might recognize that music in the uh, introduction. That is the intro music from Double Dragon 1 on the Nintendo Game Boy. One of the first Game Boy games I ever played. Very, uh, very instrumental in my creative life. I was going to say my walking around attacking people with a limited punch, kick and jump movesets. But that's not true. I, I know many martial arts maneuvers. Yes, and this is, of course, part two of The Wolf's Court at the Movies. Just made that up now. Myself and D.B. Vares continue to do our watch-along watching Double Dragon, the movie, starring the iconic Koga Shugo, which I still butchered that, didn't I? I don't care. I'm leaving this in. Yeah, so we're gonna we're not gonna go back to it right now. So enjoy. Uh, press play. I'd like to think you've had it on pause for a week. If not, how dare you? Anyway, enjoy. Here it comes. I haven't thought much about Pepto-Bismol recently, but it was a prominent element of the first episode of Cobra Kai, so it's got a fond place in my heart as a result. Intriguing. Marion. Marion being uh, Alyssa Milano's character. Oh, really? I thought they were talking about Marion... Uh, Antoinette? No, the actress who played uh, Joni in Happy Days. <laughs> well, these days are all Happy Days. There's been a, a consistent colour theme of red and blue between Billy and Jimmy, which is accurate to the game at least, barring their completely different personalities and also hair colours yeah. and, and ethnic backgrounds. Well, one out of four ain't bad. Yeah, you know. Percent, Percentage-wise, it would round down to zero. That doesn't mean it's bad per Wouldn't se. Wouldn't it be twenty five percent? Well, I mean, so I mean, from a pure roundings perspective, it depends to what degree of accuracy. But if you're doing sort of no, like to the nearest that. hole one, that's a chill out area with a fucking. J- oh horse. my god! Then, then that that's a visual that just feels so out of context. Oh, she's a feeder. Yeah, I mean that that's more disturbing than I. Is she feeding them bird shit? No spinach. I'm not sure how many birds eat spinach, because, you know, arguably one may become the other, but it's hard for me to comment on how spinach-rich the average avian diet is. Surprisingly. What's going on here? Oh, a generator. I feel like what's going on here would be a strong summary of the film so far. Yeah, that's accurate. Oh, she's torturing him with spinach. Okay. Maybe if someone... We're not drinking whilst we watch this, I promise. I was just cracking my metal knuckles. Yeah. D.B. Vares is a renowned cyborg. Well, yeah. I have watched Robocop over four times. 
Oh, a, a fart joke. That's just just elevating the level. Why is he reacting so poorly? Did he? Maybe it was a shot. I, I think it might be one of these jokes that just doesn't make sense because I don't believe spinach is particularly associated with no. flatulence. I mean, the, the not making sense part is certainly uh, mm. attuned to this movie. It's just funny how little they look alike. They're, I mean, they're supposed to be twins, but I do want to find out their age differentiation. Yeah. I am going to say, I'm, I'm going to make a prediction which we can validate. At the time of this movie, I think Dukaskis was 28, and I think Wolf was 26. The, these are my guesstimates. Oh, Dukaskis has a bantam now. Bit of intel for you there. Oh, interesting. So he's 57. Uh, what was his year of birth? Feb 26th of February, 1964. Okay, 64. So 90, So he would have been 30 when they did this. Yikes. I mean, I said 28. That wasn't too far off. Yeah, no. It's, I, I, mean, I, 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 was, I was giving him sort of like late 20s credit. That well, it's a, it's a yikes just for how much older he is than the character. That's true. And testament to how staying in good shape and eating right will make you look more youthful. Not a bad message. All right, what about Mr. Wolf, the other one? 53. Okay, so he, he was two years younger, right? 4th of June, 1968. 68, so he would have been 26, right? Yeah, 26. So I was bang on with that one. Boom. Well, that's my achievement for the day. I'm going to go to bed now. Fuck off. <laughs> I just need to... Uh, I need to find out how old the characters were supposed to be. Do, do you think the original video games would have gone into that depth? Well, although, having said that, a lot of early video games would have, like, four characteristics of the character, and it would be, like, age, star sign, blood type, and then, like, a 15-word bio. Usually, height always plays a part in these things. That, that's true. Although, you, you might know this already, but an interesting fact, the reason that you'd often have the character's blood type listed, especially on games that were developed in Japan, is because there is a belief there that part of someone's character is partially determined by their blood type. I have no idea, and that's bloody interesting. Is, I, isn't it? It was always mentioned in Street Fighter. Yeah, well, credit to one of, one of my favourite YouTube channels that doesn't need publicity, but I'll mention just in case people enjoy it, which is Outside Xbox. I think it was on one of their things um, where they first mentioned it, and then I watched a couple of other bits and pieces. So, it's so yeah, little random factoid. Do you know what your blood type is? It's, it's O-something. Both of my parents have O, one is positive, one is negative, and I don't recall ever having to have mine taken or tested to determine which it is. I don't know what mine is either, but I'd love to. Bloody good. Is that a tie? Uh, yes, one of the rarer times. I mean, to be honest, Wolf's blood sounds pretty badass. Yeah, it does. It would be a very aggressively marketed catch-up. Yeah, it doesn't say what the raises are. Well, I would say the, the blood type aside at least gave us something interesting from that stem. Still research. Indeed. I mean, you can always edit and cut in. I've just realised that it's not a yin yamaka in a guy's head, it's the symbol. Ah, the, the shuko. Oh, oh, to work for an employer who will brand me with their mark on the back of my head. 
I mean, I've seen worse places to work. It's quite a nice looking building. Yeah, it's it's got a good lobby. If money was no object, would you have a fountain? Uh, maybe. It's not something I've ever thought about, but it's a valid question if you bring the whole money not being an object thing. Yeah. yeah well, why not? I, I would have a rain room. I would have like a big indoor fountain that would sort of do different levels of rain-esque thing with a little shelter that you could sit in and just mm. sort of chill out. Yeah, why not? I've just realised that she's got, as in Alyssa Manano, has... Has some fairly gratuitous poses in the uh, <laughs> a lot of yeah, a yeah. lot of ass shots. Uh, a, a movie of its time, certainly. <laughs> she has hot pants connected to jeans by like some kind of cord stirrup kind of deal. Yeah, the, the, there's quite a lot of speculation as to what future fashion would be. To be fair. Looking at what a lot of uh, people of a certain age wear now, I dare say she was probably better. Yeah, it's true. And fashion is both cyclical, subjective, and short-lived. So And timeless. Well, for me, the distinction is style can be timeless. Fashion, yeah, fashion is... Talk about myself in that case. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, your, your fashion and style become one, just like the Spice Girls song, To Become One. I bought which... that one single. Did no, you? no, no. Actually, it was Say You'll Be There. Wow. Ironic. But at least you had the illusion of company from that one. <laughs> I didn't, actually. I recorded... Uh, it was embarrassing. I was 12. I don't think anyone's allowed to trail up a story with never mind, it's embarrassing, I'm told. Even if they have to make up the rest of the story, there must be a conclusion. Well, I basically just recorded uh, an audio cover of me just ad-libbing over the entire <laughs> instrument. Because the single came with an instrumental version. Oh my god, that is... I, I have so much respect for that. Thanks, man. I wish it still existed somewhere. You know, I, I actually... I was so in love with the Spice Girls. Which well, was your favourite? It was Baby. Interesting. I, I, I Interesting. Baby. I thought she was really cute. I I, I loved uh, Jerry's boobs, but it, but it was it was baby. I just thought she was beautiful. I thought she was really nice, and I was just enchanted by them because I was twelve. I was the perfect age to be brainwashed into liking this pop propaganda machine. But one thing I'll say, right? It's not my genre of choice, and we we share a bunch of musical taste and sort of diverge on other bits too. For pop songs. For sort of disposable, lowest common denominator, mass they market. Definitely hit they're the zeitgeist they're the extremely well executed and they are the perfect version of what they're trying to do. Especially for a bunch of people that couldn't fucking sing. Oh, yeah, yeah. The only person that can't, could quote unquote sing was Mel C and she was still bloody pants. Well, yeah. Time. Yeah, I mean, it's. I always think it's interesting to have a test. <gasps> what the? Medallion snafu. No, that, I've that's just. What? I've just realised that the police chief is crooked. Yeah. He's begrudgingly in the pocket of Koga Shoko. Shit, I did forget his name. <laughs> Koga Shuko. You know, at least I didn't forget Jilly and Vinny. <laughs> Jilly and Vinny sounds like an American dietitian, like an American Jillian McKeith. Yeah. I'm going to look at your shit. <laughs> 
Are you a dietitian? Nope. <laughs> I'm a dietitian. I just wanted to introduce myself and tell you what I'm all about. So get out of that ass. I want to look at that. We don't know each other, but I got some things I need to say to you. We're definitely paying attention to the movie. Uh, yeah, so when I was recording, yeah, so I was in love with the Spice Girls. Yeah. Did, did you need some love like you've never needed love before? I wanted to make love to them, baby. A, a, a legitimate position, please continue. Yeah. And I remember I bought the album Spice on cassette. And it was, was a Was that the name of the first album? Yeah, Spice. Okay, cool, cool. The fascinating thing was I bought it, I played it, and I felt so dirty. And I realized at that point I'd been brainwashed into mm. buying it that after playing it once, I threw it in the bin. Oh, no. Yeah, seriously. Cause I mean, I was... that, that's almost saddening in a way, right? Well, you know, the interesting thing was, years later, I would still go on to buy more pop uh, pop music. I bought Girls and Owls album out of control. This is a really well-made album. The very first song they did, Sound of the Underground, bit of a rockier pop song. Still remember it to this day. Oh, well good executed. Good little kind of twangy guitar riff. I enjoyed it. I think you'd like Out of Control, or at least respect it. Yeah, quite possibly. But there are a few tracks that, again, it, you know, not really my typical sensibility, but like Love Machine for a, a sort of bouncy, just like playful track. Well executed. And also now they're abseiling down the lift shaft. Yeah. I, I wouldn't estimate you'd have much flesh left on your hands if you tried that not, IRL. Not at all. But, you know, there are so many... Mark, Mark Sexy moments yeah. around Milano, yeah. I've got to say, I'm a big fan of his shadow mode. And it's an interesting move of Intel that Robert Patrick's the, got to be one of the few people who's had two roles where he becomes like a matter-based character using CGI. That's a very good point. And, and again, you know, caveated, but some of the effects have been a bit shonky. The shadow sort of effect... Not, Solid. Not bad. Not bad at all. Even even if it's obviously not dated well, it still is very characterful, so pleasing for that reason. Well, the the, the thing for me, notwithstanding the fact Why that they're now just... a, a corpse? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's whole death metal albums that uh, postularize explanations for this yeah, kind of behavior. Oh, my, the Cascos live into his Michael Jackson kind of vibe, though. No one want to touch his dead body. If you, if you heard the scream there, that Joker. was Alyssa Milano's scream reaction to the fourth corpse they unveiled, having zero reaction to the first three. Okay, but now now the corpses are becoming zombies, or at least one of them. I went to school with that guy. And he's quite tall. He uh, looks like a black guy who's doing white zombie face. Maybe it's a white guy, I don't know. The cop has turned face, which we kind of knew he would anyway, and he's fighting against... Linda Lash. Yeah, Linda Lash. I can't remember if that's the character or the woman's name. I think the woman. Mm. I think the actress. She just got defeated by a podium, as you do. Well, with a name like that, podium is not a million miles away from some of the associations I might expect, so perhaps dramatic irony. Mm. It's been annoying me for far too long. So Milano, it turns out, is also a fighter. Well, she's put her dukes up, which may or may not be the same thing. I mean, you know, the, the two double dragons are bloody good fighters anyway. Yeah, I know. What on earth? What a swerve. 
Oh, so the reason that corpse came back to life is because Ko- Kogashuka was all up inside him. Yeah. Oh, now it bothered you. Yeah. Is Satori the name of the lady he killed? Yeah. Presumably by contact. I also like his surprise. Like, they turned the fan on to dissipate Kogashuko. And then he was like, oh no, I'm being sucked in by the fan. Yeah, I'm an immaterial shadow. And you're humans. Who do you think is going to be more affected by a fucking fan? It does remind me of a movie that you probably are a fan of as well, which is Tango and Cash, which has two memorable fan scenes. The first is when they're escaping the prison and they have to stop the fan to get through. And the second is when they first meet uh, Stallone's character, I want to say Tango's uh, sister, portrayed by Terry Hatcher, mm-hmm. and she's doing a sort of dance thing. And they got uh, light fans to give that kind of visual. A lot like that. A random aside, but... But interesting nonetheless. Fans in movies, there's probably yeah. not too many random asides of that nature. Well, I've actually been playing, you know that prison co-op game, Escape, I think it's called? It's a game I recommend. Is it the one where you can have uh, two Correct. individuals and they actually have slightly different perspectives yeah. from each of the characters? Yes. I've been playing that with, with the boy. Yeah. And uh, there is a scene where you are escaping through a fan. Perhaps a uh, sort of a nod. Must be. A reference. They're fighting against some hideous cyborg. Oh, it's that Hills Have Eyes guy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually Kogashuko, but clearly Robert Patrick was too expensive or too unwilling to do some of these scenes, so... Well, we saw his hand-to-hand wasn't very good. Yeah. Which is ironic, because he came across as genuinely very physically threatening in T2. Honestly, amazing. Incredibly so. Fantastic film, fantastic performance. Whereas this is a film which has performances in it. This is definitely a film where things are happening. Yeah. I've seen multiple things, and it's hard to argue that they've happened to the contrary of that. I mean... So we've got another cut-in newscast. There's clearly some attempt to do a, a Robocop-esque aesthetic with that, I think. And some footage of uh, rioters and looters, which, to be honest, has kind of looked like a lot of uh, the West in the past two decades. Yeah. Yeah, the the police are trying to fight back against the Shuko corruption. Shoe corruption. Well, yeah. Their footwear certainly is corrupt. It is, it is. I think these cops need a good prep talk. And I feel like it's about to begin. Prep talk or is it pep talk? It was definitely pep talk. Okay, cool. I was prepping to the pep talk. <laughs> it, it, it was one of the most plausible ever Freudian slips. It gave me pause for thought. And instead of a pep talk, you just left in silence. It, it, it's almost the exact... It's, it's essentially the exact opposite. This person could do with being resuscitated. Let's cut off his airway. Let's kill him. <laughs> 
this. I actually forgot he was captured. Yeah. Although I do think saying expedite this and then kicking shards of a vase at someone is an underrated and underused diss. Definitely. Oh, wow. So. Looks like Shuko is quite the nemesis of these gentlemen. Yeah. Interesting back zips on his jacket. Yeah. Well, I suppose if he wants to do more hip exercises, it's room to expand. It's funny, you inadvertently use like a clothing-based cleaner of Tipex. As in Hipex. Ah. Wow, that is some really bad-looking... They look like fake leather shoelaces that have bound his hands. What the fuck can this amulet do? They have to show us already. I I suspect what's going to happen is when they put it together, it will do something. Great. So... At, that, at, at this point, well, it's just a non-switch. Then what? What? What it's achieved so far is making Alyssa Milano spend an inordinate amount of time with someone who appears to have no intelligence or other qualities. So, so, so perhaps that's its power. I mean, I, I was actually going to say maybe it means she's attracted to him. Seems like she is. Well, they're certainly going with the love interest angle. You, you, you got to feel for Mark Dacascus, whose love interest is being tortured by Koga Shuko, whereas Scott Wolf gets. It's not bad. I, I'll live with that. So wait, this pendant means I'm going to get women. Okay, that'll do. Or, or just Alyssa Milano. Fine, she's really hot in this. Yeah, yeah. Well, and just objectively speaking, all of the time. But I haven't seen what she looks like recently, but I'm sure just an older, attractive... Person. Yeah, I, I feel like she's probably aged quite well, but that's pure speculation. Well, I'm going to have to Google that as well. Yeah. Amusingly, uh, the show Charmed was one of my first exposures to sort of Morrissey and the Smiths via the theme I, tune. I feel like a lot of people felt that way. How soon is now? It was very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and again, some quite interesting guitar work for the, the time. Yeah, it was the reason I got the uh, vibrato pedal. The tremolo pedal, I should say. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's uh, tremolo is the name of the effect, but confusingly, the terms are used interchangeably and differently between English and American sort of uses. Yeah, or, or, tremolo is the effect. Vibrato is what we would do whilst bending a string very frenetically. Yeah, yeah exactly. So vibrato tremolo is also a quick technique used to play very quickly. Precisely. We're both guitarists. They're they're both used on instruments. Um, And then there's other variants. So, for example, tremolando is when you have stringed instruments. That's when you have a calrissian. Oh, exactly. You you have a calrissian and you have a betrayal, and then you have stringed instruments and bow backwards uh, and forwards on them, as if you were using... Wait, did you say bow back? Yeah. As in from another level, that's bow back. Well, I think it's bow a bow bow, baby. Boa, boa, boa back. You know, one, one thing that I think I can say to your listeners with relative certainty is if you're feeling down, try adding the letter B into lots more places in all of the things you're saying, and very quickly it will be amusing to you. Yeah. Like, fuck off, but 
Yeah. Or b- b- fuck off. Fuck off. It just it just has legs. This guy. Well, much much like Boba Boba, he's got uh, pretty jacked legs. He's so ineffective and just a tragic character. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, are we supposed to feel pity or? I I think that's what they're getting at. He he's looking in a mirror right now and realizing that he may no longer be the belle of the ball. He may no longer be that sexy mohawk he was to begin with. Yeah. Oh yeah, sympathy. He's crying. Yeah. Or it could be uh, sort of sweat from one eye. Well, I mean, to be fair, the side of his head looks incredibly sweaty. Is this gonna be him turning into a good guy? Why was the mirror just easy to tear off? Well, I think the chain being easy to, che- uh, to tear off is the bigger question. Well, I can understand that because that's down to strength. But you, you've, n- I've never seen anyone pull a mirror off as if it was a sticker. What just happened there? Uh, Linda Lash just got punched in the face while tied up. A- a- another sort of gender violence nice thing. Slow-mo. That, yeah. Is that guy a mutant or are they gloves? Uh, another thing to point out just from a. When did he come back? Um, this... oh, okay, now we know oh, the answer. Kogo shoot. See, I'm doing that. Kogo Shuko got all up on his insides. I told you they had their own love interests. Yeah. But yeah, that, that slow motion that we had just before was really uh, sort of juddery because they didn't actually film it at a sufficiently high frame rate to then slow it down to the 24 frames per second the rest of the movie is going to be at, mm. which is how slow motion is conventionally done. A bit of trivia for you here. At the end of Double Dragon, the characters actually do fight. And in the cartoon Double Dragon in the 90s, which I did watch... Had a very in- entertaining theme tune. They did actually make uh, Jimmy turn bad briefly, and they made him brainwashed by the villain, the Shadow Master. Bit of intel for you there. I remember that cartoon. It was quite good as well. There was also a Conan the Barbarian cartoon, which is just like these I things are so both. incongruent. Like Conan the Adventurer. Yeah, warrior without fear. He's exactly. more powerful than anything. The mighty something something. The Conan the Adventurer. Warrior without fear, more powerful than anything, and something else, the next lyric, hooray. Is the mightiest of warriors is he. See, now why is that not being used to advertise? They're in front of the arcade machine. Game over. And it is an actual Double Dragon arcade machine. That was a strong observation. Yeah. A strong observation. Nice intel there. Uh, quoting Romulus and Remus, the first twins, wolves, and also the founders of the civilization of Rome. Indeed. I, I, I always, I, per some of our non-podcast discussions recently, I, I have a renewed appreciation for mythology and other things that have been passed on for many generations, because within them lie some sort of like apocryphal tales of human experience and that sort of stuff's always interesting so Double Dragon obviously will be told by generations in the same way the pendant just came back to him yeah that was one hell of a jump followed by a pretty ineffective snatch an accusation that could be taken entirely out of context we'd have to get Kogoshuko's comments on that with regard to Mark Dacascus Wow, so dependent makes you invulnerable. That's yeah. actually pretty jacked. Well, makes sense as well. 
if one amulet is about shadow and possession and being immaterial, it makes sense that the physical would be the other one, invulnerable. Yeah, super material. Although, are we confusing correlation with causation? Maybe Alyssa Milano thinking you're attractive makes you invulnerable. I could feel that. So it's impossible to do an A-B test with the evidence the film's given us so far. You would feel pretty invulnerable if Milano was liking you. Yeah, I mean, I I suspect we should write a letter to science and demand answers. Hey, science. Dear science, baby, how you been? Babes. Got a question for you, love. (laughs) You you okay, hon? Shove this up your mind hole and give it a little turn. Oh, by the way, the Double Dragon theme was to be your dragon, you gotta be strong, humble, never braggin'. Oh <laughs> my god. for right, battling wrong with the power of the dragon. Rhyming dragon with dragon, just see. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that, that's God's tier lyricism. I was born in the year of the dragon, which I always thought was oh, quite wait. cool. He's ugly. Billy is called ugly, because Jimmy just called him ugly. That's his nickname. Oh, wow. I enjoy when irrelevant plot points made in the first two minutes of a movie become clear in the final ten minutes of a movie for no effect. Speaking of effects... That is so T-1000 up, actually. I mean, it's not of that calibre, but for a much lower budget picture, it's not too bad. But now Kogashuko has got both halves of the medallion. And he's probably going to turn into some kind of... Well, I think it's about time we have the final form. Yeah. I mean, that that's a decent villain laugh. If action movies and video games have shown us anything, it's that a villain needs a final form. But if Dark Souls has taught me anything, it's that there should be at least two or three forms after you think you've beaten the first one. Is that the case? Well, not all the time, but enough that it works nicely. I saw you playing Hades more, by the way. I'm very happy about that. It was a strong recommendation. And a recommendation for anyone listening who enjoys a... Um, I don't know quite how to describe it. Well, I mean, the genre is... Well, hello. cloned himself. The genre is a roguelike. Yeah. And it's just the ultimate mix of action with on-your-feet tactics. Yeah, and with a sense of non-linear but steady progression... Which is which is nice. Both in game uh, mechanics and actual narrative. And, and therein lies the danger of us segueing into a podcast about video games, which I would be very happy to collaborate on in the future. I couldn't possibly say if that might happen in the future. But notwithstanding predictions about the future, where my prediction that Elvis would be president has yet to... He has turned babyface. Well, that was a prediction that was... A lot more accurate, clearly. That was a culmination. Indeed. But carry on. I didn't really have anything extra to say now that there's been a golf club on samurai sword fight. So that that is sufficient to draw my attention. I mean, I would always use a golf club against a katana. Yeah, I mean, the thing about a golf club is plausible deniability. You know, if you beat someone with a golf club in self-defense, you can always say you are going to play a round of golf. Whereas if you've got a sword, it's harder to explain why you've got a sword. You're doing a round of samurai. Well, per square mile in London, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm going to suggest those are less common.
common. I guess. Is she trying to pull... She's starting an engine like we saw at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, except it looks like a barrel rather than an engine. Well, a generator slash engine. Ah, that, that, that would make more sense. Ah, yes, the light. Ah, so... The shadow fears the light. Oh, are you two actually going to bloody fight now? Oh, they're doing a dirty dancing double yep. team. Uh, 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 and some... Oh, my God. So some better quality slow motion, but with the, the same screaming and OMG expressions. Okay, the shadows have subsided. Where did they come from? They just fought, fell from the ceiling. He's... He's pretty chilled. Yeah, well, he also said the one swear that presumably they're allowed in the movie. But now that... That was less good effects. He still doesn't seem that bothered. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, I, I said there would be a reveal yes. when they put the thing together. I, I feel vindicated by that. I was also going to say that as well as you have a villain's final form, you should have a hero's final form. Right, the irony, basically, they're wearing two geese, similar to a mixture of Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Ryu and Ken, and they're basically exactly what Varas and I are wearing right now as we record. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you get to control show notes or, or however it works in podcast world, but I feel like an image of these would be a good... No, it's going to be done. A, ...a good visual for those who are interested. He's still wearing footwear, which would be uncommon with a gi, typically. <laughs> I wonder if the closing theme is I'm going to take you to a gi bar. <laughs> I find it so... Oh, okay. So it seems that the the double dragon guys can now jump into other people and inhabit well, them too. Him, him at least, because he has the possession one. As in Billy has the possession the pendant. At this point, Robert Patrick is essentially being paid to hit himself. Yeah, now he's just a comedy character. Oh, and uh, Bo -bo -bo -bo's. Bobo's laughing as if he's not a deformed mutant who's yeah. ruined his life. Yeah, well, moments of levity, right? Yeah, you need it. Uh, Milano, Dad. I feel like Kogashuko is about to get his comeuppance. I also feel like... The cop dad doesn't realise that Kogashuko has been possessed by uh, Billy. Is that a bingo card? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they didn't know chip and pin or biometrics were coming, so yeah. personalised bingo cards to authorise cash transfers. Fascinating, though, isn't it? I saw this before in technology, like in the book Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. People predicted some things, but whenever people talked about the future, it was always, you know, silver outfits, ball telekinesis, and flying cars. No one ever thought about the internet. Interesting. Well, and I, I think this is generally an argument that holds true for a lot of extreme future prediction, um, including, you know, stuff that's incredibly hard to predict, like climate change, which is. If you project forward over such a long time frame, 
It's almost impossible to conceptualize from the present day what technology, science, and other advancements are going to happen that will completely change the curve. Just guesswork. Well, look over the last century, right? Actually, no. Look over the last decade and a half. The phones in our pockets are more powerful than the computers that execute the moon landings. He just threatened them with his lawyers. And more powerful than the ones that created the Shadow Man effect for Koga Shuko. No, we can argue about which was the better achievement. And which is subject to more conspiracies, but they're both quite impressive in their own ways. I thought Kogoshuko would die, but he's actually just much like a, a rich, evil person, just going to get in, out of trouble. Yeah. I mean, he, he got to kill their adoptive mother. And their father. Yeah. And bragged that he'll be out of trouble with his lawyer. So, did, did, did who's he, the real winner? Did he kill their mother as well, or was she like otherwise indisposed? Good question. But I didn't ask for help. I know, I know. From a plot perspective, I suspect he probably did. Here comes Bobo. I was just wondering if I could hang out with you guys. I literally knew he was going to say hang out. I feel sorry for him, man. It's it's the ultimate redemptive arc. People talk about the Shawshank redemption. They don't mention the Boa Bobo yeah, redemption. Yeah, the Abobo redemption. I mean, I actually said Ademption, which is possibly showing you how mentally I checked out of that sentence before even completing it. Or how much we've been drinking as we watch it. Honestly, it really was a focus thing. I'm saying such a nonsense comment. I'm going to start thinking about the next one before completing the current one. Was the process, and now I live to regret it. I mean, that's a weird dynamic. That's super weird. Yeah. What? What an odd end to the movie. Yeah, my twin brother is trying to try it on with my girlfriend. That's fun. While we're in. The car with like a tumor man. Yes! Thug, seek, ruthless boss. The real heroes of this. <laughs> I, I'm quite tempted to get us signs that just say things like, you know, henchmen available, thug, seek, ruthless boss. Stand on London Bridge, see see if we get any super villains. You'll get a politician in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> I mean, I think you're overestimating the degree of literacy amongst many of them. That's true. Or it could just be my sign writing. It's hard for me to judge. Well, you know, we don't really write much in society these days, do we? It's more typing. No, it's, it's actually true. And uh, sort of psychologically, I wasn't quite sure what I was going to say there, but I decided on psychologically eventually. It is a slightly different process that activates different parts of the brain to physically write well, rather than to type. And it can be quite good for memory and all these other associative capabilities. Was it writing very much is more artisanal than typing? Mm. Typing is very much binary in, in comparison. Yeah, well, it, it's a far smaller range of movements. With typing, you just have to know where the keys are, which is mm. difficult for some. Yeah, same as locking your door. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So now we're facing the credits, and you know, I'm not going to pretend the fact that we we've, we've been talking about other things for probably about 35 percent of it, which is probably still good. I think that that may be an underestimate. 
But in terms of how much you will have missed about the movie, I would happily say it will be close to zero. I think we've overcovered it, to be yeah. honest. I mean, I think if you listen to this podcast and watched a different movie, you'd still have experienced Double Dragon. Yeah. Especially if you watch Pride and Prejudice. One of the most violent movies I've seen. Yeah, it would have synergistic effects that are hard to foretell. Definitely. You know, like eating on the toilet. You just don't know where that's going to end up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you, if you sat on the toilet for a long time, you would... Oh, Koga Shuko, his name was first, interestingly yeah? enough. Well, I mean, he's probably, they've probably done it by payroll. Linda Lash confirmed actress name. Yeah. Christina Melandro Wagner. I mean, uh, that just feels the wrong way around. One of them feels like a real name, and the other feels like a character name. The Anthony. I like that. I, I misread. The, one of the NAPD was Donald Nugent, which I skim-read as Donald Nugget, which would have been a tremendous name. What's a nice nug nugget of misinformation? Though? Well, indeed. We've got to be careful with the misinformation and disinformation these days. Exactly. Those kind of nuggets can get you fried pretty quickly. Very sure. Did you say fried? <laughs> yes, I did. Are, are nuggets actually fried? I'm not super familiar with the nugget-making process. I, I, I'm certain they're not, but I appreciate the effort nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, baked has different connotations, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And, and it does... That, I mean, Melanie Cretton, that's basically the name, yeah. isn't it? We're, we're, looking, we're looking at the... The, uh, <laughs> the end credits. Yeah. I just forgot what it's called. Yeah, well, you want to speak to Aaron Scarpetti. You want to talk to Richard Geeritz. I mean, Gregory Schmone. I, I, I feel like Gino Bergschneider was my favorite of the grips on this picture. I started this. And also, I want to know what the swing gang is. I hope it's just a troop of swing dancers brought in to entertain people during the filming Roger process. Perverts. I mean, why not both? That's true. They're not mutually exclusive That's groups. That's not typecast. Exactly. Like not Johnny like, Winograd. Or Charles B. Unger. <laughs> I know that feeling. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised they have a track. They've, they've got All Together now. Which... Was that you 2 I want to say? No. No. It was that vintage, right? Yeah, yeah well, it's... Oh, it's, uh, fuck. It, it might be... It might be New Order. Yeah. I think it's New Order. I, I always get confused with New Order because they... I, I still associate them with how it's sort of, like... Yes, look at that fucking... Tom, Mr. Fusion Martinek. That is strong. That's a fucking name. Yeah. With, with New Order, and I, I think you might be right. The more I listen, the more I think you're right. Um, well, I, I still have that association with Joy Division. Yeah, because which was just, no one quite knows where the line changes well, if they're uh, not Of course, fan. and I, I inherently associate that with a bit more of a somber tone thing, whereas, you know, this track's quite upbeat. Yeah. yeah totally. let's, let's talk over it enough to avoid any copyright claims. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting sued. You can't copyright our inane opinions, Internet. It can't happen. You, you can go and suck a lemon. Just like it's, Ernesto Baltanado did. Wow. I mean, let, Ulysses for Manners. Both strong names. Francisco Belangu. They're bringing them all <laughs> and, up. And Nestor Mendiola. Teresa Villafort? Jack, wow. Jackson Swartz is pretty strong. They, they've, they've brought out the big guns for the end of these credits. J.J. George Seg Musifree? Yeah, what they've done there is they've done music, but with a three for the C. Backfired. Which, I mean, it probably looks good on their logo. Oh, we, and... get, we get clarification. Ah, fantastic. I was kind of hoping for this. Again, the, 
movies back in the day had far more sort of like popular music tracks. Okay, it doesn't actually say. It's just got uh, performed by the farm. Okay, the farm. Who the fuck are the farm? It feels like one of those bands that maybe had one or two hits but didn't become a staple, which feels plausible. Yeah, oh, a free, free, free there. Very nice. Yeah. I don't know what that symbol is. Well, it's Motion Music of America. I always liked that symbol in movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that symbol is. If I don't only know what they... that labelled symbol is right in front <laughs> if of If only they wrote what it was. Yeah. Oh, wait. Those sneaky sons of guns. It's never going to happen. It's, uh, it's amusing to have these instances come up. So, so concludes the recording of Double Dragon. Yes. And well, DB Vares, do you, do you have any do you have any final thoughts before we before we finish this bad boy? I think as a movie, it was better in production value than I might have expected. Mm. Not top end, but you had some good explosions, some decent set design, some interesting costume design, and some top tier hair design. And I can respect all of those things. Um, I think even if we had been paying full attention, the plot and the acting and the fighting and the action probably leave a little bit to be desired. But is it a fun, silly way to spend an hour and a half? Uh, you know, lightheartedly and being able to kind of laugh along? Then, yeah. I would say that that's the, the bucket of enjoy it by making fun of it type movies for me. Definitely. But a, a good one within that paradigm. Yeah. I, I, you know, people don't know this, but D.B. Vares is a very skilled, not, a, not, not only a fantastic musician I collaborate with musically, uh, he's also a wonderful YouTuber uh, who makes excellent videos, which I will send the link to in the description. Uh, so he's a very knowledgeable fellow when it comes to cinematography. So it's always interesting and appreciated to hear these uh, tidbits of intel. So I do agree that the cinematography and the effects were surprisingly good, unlike the, the crux of the movie. If I can be honest, my favorite things about the movie were looking at Alyssa Milano and also looking at... Uh, Linda Lash or Koga Shuko? Koga Shuko. Yeah, Alyssa Milano because she's gorgeous and Koga Shuko because you look fucking sick. Yeah. And was gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, mean, I, said it, I said it earlier, I wish I looked like that right now. And, you know, but as we've covered, we are both wearing red and blue geese as yeah. we do this recording. We're just red and blue geezers. What, what, what else can you say to describe the situation? <laughs> so we're angry and upset. You <laughs> yep. Know. Uh, and at different temperatures. Exactly. We, we need, we have, we have a lack of regulation. Anyway, uh, this has been fantastically enjoyable. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. There will be more of this to come. Don't know when. None of your business. I'll tell you when. Uh, and until then, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and keep on trucking.